1: so start looking in the right place with linkedin you can hire professionals like a professional post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today this podcast on 97.3 the fan is brought to you by hamul casino san diego's closest casino real close real friendly real fun hey happy holidays
2: out there san diego and welcome to it uh Gwen and chris on a monday afternoon two o'clock is the time hanging with you for the next two and a half hours Getting you ready for Monday Night Football, the New England Patriots and the Arizona Cardinals coming up to wrap up week number 14 of the National Football League season. Chris Ello, Tony Gwynn Jr., and Matt Scraby together in our Odyssey Palace studios trying to stay dry. Everybody make it through the rain okay? Tony's got his beanie on, so you're probably still a little cold from the weekend if I know you.
3: Yes, indeed. Uh, I, I had to uh, grin and Barrett in yesterday. You know. Heard you
2: had a uh, rain-soaked soccer match to attend.
3: Yeah, you wouldn't think that uh, that eight, seven-year-olds would would be permitted to to play in that weather. No but, kidding. But they didn't care, uh, and uh, at the very least, they won the game, which made it a little bit more tolerable. But it, I mean, sideways rain with that wind, they, they, I was miserable. They, they, the t- kids were miserable. More importantly, I guess,
2: college football games, major league baseball games, National Football League games. They take players off the field when the rain is going sideways. <laughs> right. Seven-year-old soccer players, come on, kids, yeah. get out there. Let's let's they, give it your they best They had shot. to tough
3: it out. They did though. They did though. So. Was there
2: any lightning in the area? I was. You know what? I'm, you not, gonna I'm for
3: a, not gonna lie. Back of the light That was the only thing that would have stopped those games. So I yeah. was kind of hoping to see some, but it, it never came. Bring on some lightning, man! Poor Tony and his kids out there <laughs> in the pouring rain lightning.
2: <laughs> Matt Scraby's getting ready to uh, make another Super Bowl appearance. His uh, 49ers looked uh, quite the part yesterday. Uh, my man, they weekend, look purdy. Huh? <laughs> they look purdy. I told you, man, Brock Purdy versus Tom Brady, yeah. not even not even a contest. Oh, yeah, not even a contest. To,
3: more attrition, though. Still, more attrition. No kidding. They lost people <laughs> for a while, but
2: oh. uh, 49ers are looking very, very good. The Dolphins are looking very, very december and uh, this happens to the dolphins pretty much every december they play great football everybody tells me what a great team i have to root for great team and then december happens and uh tua goes uh Tua Tagovailoa yeah he, he well as of 9 days ago before they took the field against the 49ers tua was an mvp candidate as of now he looks like everything everybody thought he was, which is uh, not ready for prime time. He played a really poor game last night. Anyway, back I had to, to suffer back, back to back
3: four games at uh, yeah. prime time. Uh, right? Yeah, the
2: West Coast did not uh, West Coast trip did not suit the Dolphins well. So, even better news for them, they get to go to Buffalo next week and play in potentially seven inches of snow. So, uh, it's uh, it's not going well there. It went really poorly last night uh, for me. And I may have to forevermore not tape my favorite team's football games anymore <laughs> and watch them later because Why? I had an absolute nightmare last night trying to stay away <laughs> from the Dolphins-Chargers result. It's
3: tough to do, especially on a primetime game.
2: Almost impossible. Yeah. We went to dinner up in Laguna Beach, met oh, some friends right. up there. Oh, and the dinner it. got underway at 5 o'clock, and we walked into the restaurant and – it was a nice restaurant that shouldn't have had 14 <laughs> flat-screen televisions, <laughs> but it did. And all 14 of them were tuned to the Dolphins-Chargers game. Now, albeit I, there was no sound.
3: How long did but, you play the game of, I'm just not going to look? How long did that last?
2: Well, I'll try to tell you exactly what happened. <laughs> we we got in, and I talked to the nice hostess there, and I said, is there any way we can sit somewhere Far from a television. And she said, no, there just isn't. There's nowhere we can seat you. And uh, everybody was excited for this dinner. So we sat in a corner, and I faced the corner. <laughs> <laughs> and even though I was facing the corner, Tony, there was a reflection in the window and your eyes can... of this <laughs> huge flat-screen television with the Dolphin Charger game on behind the people I was trying to talk to. So you're right. I tried to play the game of looking down and just I (laughs) stared at my plate of food the entire day. People talk to me, and I'm like, what? What's going on? Are you here? Yes, I'm here. I'm paying – Full attention. I can't look at you because I don't want to see the score of the game.
4: Were there any random cheers throughout? There was no cheers. Oh, uh, that's good. It, wasn't it was too
2: football nice of a restaurant. Bar. So there's so no Charger fans in L.A. There was, there was no fans of the game, really. There was really, I mean, it was a restaurant that people were at enjoying dinner. I don't think anybody was really hey, there to watch the game. But I was there not to watch the game. Anyway, we get about midway through the second quarter. Oh, man. And somehow I still haven't really seen what's going on in the game. Although I'm seeing little flashes because it's impossible to completely ignore this, and the guy sitting across from me goes uh, starts talking about his team, the Denver Broncos, and how bad they are. These guys are from Denver, and what an awful season it is for them. And how Russell Wilson's been terrible, and everybody in Denver wants them to, you know, change quarterbacks and change coaches, etc. So I'm not liking the direction of this discussion because I know now <laughs> I we're into football. <laughs> And he looks you over at me. You can sense slipping away from you. He looks over at me. Now, mind you, Tony, I have been sitting there for an hour trying desperately not to see the score of the game. Desperately. And he looks at me and he goes, Well, who's your favorite team again? And I go, the Dolphins. And he goes, oh, they're losing 10-0. Oh, oh yeah. A man of... I'm I might have to, some feel, what? man. I, I, wish honestly, I was there. I wanted to strangle this guy. <laughs> do you mean they're losing 10 nothing? That's your comeback? <laughs> what have I been doing for the last hour sitting at this table? No Why feel. did I ask the hostess to not sit near a TV? He could hear that. How you did ask? you not get the message yeah. that I don't want to know what's going on in this game? No feel. And then his wife chimes in and says, Oh, do you tape all the games? And I'm like, no, I just, never mind, it's too late. And I was in an awful mood, obviously, the I rest bet. of the day. I bet. And uh, we got out of the restaurant. I drove all the way home knowing they were down 10 nothing. And then, you know, watched the game from that point on, but uh, just was never in the mood. So, Oh, hey, man, they're losing 10 nothing right now. <laughs> yeah. Who's your favorite team? Dolphins. Oh, they're losing 10 nothing. Thank That's you, buddy. Fantastic Thank news. I, That's, I, I guess I could not ask for better news than that. I guess how
4: would you how would you re- handle that, Tony? If you're at a table and you don't know that this person is dolphin, because well, well, honestly, I'm thinking if this guy's a fan of the teams that are playing right now, he's probably not ever going to go to dinner during. Yeah, but the what game. am I supposed to do? Here, here's Tell my a, wife I can't go out to
2: dinner?
3: Here's how I would be looking at it, right? You, I mean, clearly, if he's in the same building as you. And you think he's paying attention to the game? You, you don't, certainly don't need to let him know that the score is 10 nothing. Right, <laughs> that's you, you, true. You know what I'm saying? Like he's he's, in the, he's at your table, as a matter of fact. And the Dolphins didn't come up once. That's, that's... right. I mean, just have a little feel. Yeah, yeah.
4: yeah. It wasn't I great.
2: Agreed. I I complained. It's about an hour and a half drive home from Laguna, <laughs> and I, I and I bent my wife's ear <laughs> the entire hour and a half. And I, you know, I went from you know what? That's it. We're never going out on the night the Dolphins game is on TV ever again. To well, you, you know you you've got it. You obviously can't make the sacrifice. Was what I heard back from my wife, and I said I can't make the sacrifice. Do you know how many hundreds of games over the years that I have watched on tape at midnight? <laughs> what about because all those Because I series? have made the sacrifice, so that's not true that I can't make the sacrifice. All I want to be is in a situation where somehow I can't hear the score. But the other thing that I found to be very difficult, Tony, is if I would have reacted to that, hey, they're losing 10 nothing" statement the way I wanted to, oh, then man. guess who would have been the bad guy? You definitely would have Me. been the bad guy. Right, you're taking it too seriously. Yes, you're taking <laughs> life too seriously. You need to relax, and so it is a it is a I no pain, win partner. situation. It is lose in every single way, and it doesn't help the fact that they were losing ten nothing. That, that he said, only makes it worse. Right? Actually. Had he said they're winning seventeen to three, I would have been bummed, but I would have been at least in a better mood. Yeah. No. So that wasn't his fault. No. But. Uh, this has been going on now too long <laughs> in my life. This has been ruling my life. It's been ruling my life. And already next Saturday night, the Dolphins are on TV again. They're going to be playing Buffalo. I, You know, I'm, my wife's like, fine, we won't go do anything. We'll just stay home <laughs> on Saturday night. <laughs> and I'm already, you know, up against it. You know, if we end up getting some plans, that I'll have to go out and try to avoid the score again. It's just uh, maybe I need to do something different. Maybe I just what was,
3: what was the name of the restaurant you ate? Was it good? First I, of all, I don't remember the name of the restaurant. <laughs> I don't care what the name <laughs> of the restaurant is. I, I will say this: you're going to have to pick your restaurants. Uh, you got to do some research. Well, on Well, of your course, I
2: wasn't involved in that. Yeah, well, you know, selection and uh, there was just no... say, honey, I'm willing to go anywhere. No TVs. That's all yes, I ask. Just ask them. Just say no just, TVs. Just go anywhere in the in, in, that we can go. Just make sure there's somewhere I can sit. Because, plus, I'm not good company, right? I mean, I'm not good. Yeah, company. once you find
3: Be- out your din- your team's down to nothing, company now is Now I'm in it's horrible over. shape.
2: they got the game on. I'm losing. I don't want to watch it. I am watching it. People are trying to ask me insignificant questions about Christmas. <laughs> insignificant you know what I I just don't care at this point. Like, what were one of the questions? I don't know. I <laughs> it wasn't was listening a, anymore. I was in a deep depression <laughs> at the time. Oh man. So it's it was really tough and and I'm not trying to ask for anybody to feel sorry for me. I I'm, I'm asking for some sort of solution here. And the only solution I can think of is I start playing the the part of the heavy and I start saying, "You know what? You're right. I'm not going to dinner if my team is on TV. I'm going to stay home." But that's an awful thing to do. When you're trying to enjoy a marriage. Here, here's and there's other people, many, many other people involved.
3: I'll give you my suggestion. All right. What do you have? When you are in a, con- a controlled enough environment, right? right, like this at the table, I have no shame in showing up to said reservation and letting everybody know, listen, I am taping this game. <laughs> I would like for you guys not to ask me, tell me anything about it. That's it. That's all I ask I would like to be good
2: company tonight. Otherwise, oh, wow, you know, I gotta inevi- bring Tony Gwynn Jr. along with me next time. That's <laughs> a very nice statement. Uh, you know, what?
3: otherwise, inevitably, I won't be able to control being bad company if if the score comes. I mean, life. Chris, we've seen him watch a
4: Lakers game before. Can you imagine him at a table at a nice restaurant and a Lakers? D- he would have like had a lot of trouble ball? last night because there oh, were yeah. so
2: many television screens and all <laughs> the reflections were bouncing off every wall and window. It was tell, almost impossible. The, the problem in is this to, particular situation. The
3: good thing about the Lakers right now is because they're not like on top of the world. Not everybody's looking for them, so I can mm. I've been able to slide through. Although the result at the end of the of not watch, of of getting through it hasn't hasn't been as good. Yeah, I've been able to get through without you know too much trouble, but. When the Lakers were winning titles, that was a much harder yeah. thing to do. So Dolphins are good right now. This is this yeah. is one of those things. I would have no problem giving a disclaimer before the, the dinner starts. The disclaimer might be the way to go. Tony. I think it is.
2: I might have to just uh, just uh, just give a disclaimer from now on and just give do my best. But because now, not, now you'll know if if it comes up, you know somebody's just being a jerk about it. Right. Well, point. like like Scrapy, the one time that I gave the disclaimer <laughs> and said I didn't want to know the San Diego We were doing State a radio score. show in
4: San Diego. We. And he just gave the, score. the Aztec football. We score. had to save
2: the score. <laughs> Disclaimer it didn't like matter like that time,
4: and this was like well, three years ago, it's, it's and I'm still crazy. upset about it. Uh, I have a text from our good friend Kirk Kenny. He has the solution to your problems, Chris. Oh no. He says, Get divorced. Uh, no. <laughs> no, he says the solution I can think of, and he's not talking about marriage, is counseling. Intensive counseling. Intensive counseling. <laughs> I, I agree. agree. Why do I need the intensive
2: counseling? He loves all sports, I man. All is watch my team play a game on television without knowing the score. Why, why does that need counseling? Is because that's a that situation. Is would...
4: meant to be watched live. Well,
2: not then, all of us can do right, it. So then my other option is to sit at the table. Face the television and try to watch the game while I'm having dinner with all these people. Well, number one, what Tony? That, I, I'm Tony's right. I'm actually trying to be nice to the other people. Try to be good and company and be decent company because I would be horrible company if I was actually watching the game. All right, you're right there, but Tony also
4: is right because when he puts down the the hammer at the the beginning of the dinner. That means that no one wants to talk to you anyway because now you've been so unfriendly that this is I a win win, Chris. Wait,
3: time out. This is a I win-win. didn't mean to give off unfriendly. What I meant to give off was, hey,
2: please be nice. Don't tell me this. I score. think you said the the one thing that you can say. You know, I'll have to see how that goes if I'm back in this situation again. And I probably be right back in this situation <laughs> on Saturday night. So uh, anyway, we will see what happens. That is my life in a nutshell. And and I got to tell you it was uh, I I'd been down and out about it probably since the guy mentioned the score and now it's now 10 hours It didn't, ago. It
3: didn't help that you got home. and, and Oh, and then they a, just were awful. <laughs> they were just <laughs> right. awful.
2: It, it was just... It uh, only made the situation worse yeah. at that point. Was, you know, at so. least there was
4: a question answered last night, and that was who's better, Tua or Justin oh, Herbert? Yeah, yeah well, <laughs> in the mind of Chris Collins, Chris Collins oh, was man. answer. He, I, he, I believe, he loves himself some Herbert. I believe he's on the Justin Herbert payroll <laughs> because <laughs> Justin Herbert last night was the best quarterback that's ever played any sport. Outside of
3: football, might as well have been football god. He (laughs) was pretty excited about Justin Herbert. Did Justin
2: Herbert really truly have that amazing of a game? He had a a pretty pretty good good game. game. Yeah, but it wasn't. But
4: it was. It was uh, the NFL. Like, hey, Chris Collinsworth, pump him up a little bit because he needs to be
2: pumped up. He's seven and six. Well, uh, anyway, that's the NFL story from the weekend. Uh, There's plenty (laughs) of other things going on. The Padres. It is not a perfect world. Uh, they did not get uh, Kodai Senga. The uh, star Japanese pitcher goes to the New York Mets. We'll talk about that when we come back. The Aztec basketball team has fallen out of favor with the top 25, deservedly so, after they got beat by St. Mary's over the weekend. And the highlight of the weekend, for me and for anybody who happened to see it, even though we are Aztecs in this studio, the USD women's volleyball team with a spectacular Performance to rally and beat Stanford to get to the final four. We will talk about that a little bit as well. So, all of that coming up, we've got our good, bad, and ugly of week number 14 of the National Football League. Tim Shelton, former Aztec, now an assistant basketball coach at Oregon State, will be on the show today. Daily Gambit, Big Five, Chris versus the fans. We'll get it all in before 4 30 on San Diego's number one sports talk station, 97.3. The fan.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
3: 222 on this Monday afternoon. Tony Win Jr., Chris Match Matt Scraby. MLB was not silent over the weekend and Friday, I guess, after we got off air. A few moves went down. Uh, center fielder Kevin Kiermaier... Goes from Tampa to the Blue Jays. Um, Blue Jays lost uh, Tiascar Hernandez in a trade earlier, so they kind of filled that spot. Um, but the one that, the move that probably, and Chris hit on it a little bit before we went to break, um, that hits home, hits closest to home, uh, was Kodai Senga. Uh, he goes to the Mets on a five year, $75 million contract. And not only that, he was certainly at least one of the names that the Padres reportedly had targeted. Uh, another guy who I don't know that he's necessarily been in the news in terms of connected to Padres, but another guy who was in that, that mix was Chris Bassett, of the, formerly of the New York Mets, now a Toronto Blue Jays, three years, $63 million. and so that starting pitching, um, starting to—I don't say it's completely dried up, but it, it's starting to get thinner. I should say, Rondon still remains. He's probably due to probably when you think about it, he's going to be above these last two deals of of Sangha and Bassett. So, you know, is is he on the radar of the Padres? I don't know, but they certainly um, seemed like they were going to tra- uh, target starting pitch and Haven't got to it to this point yet.
2: Yeah, I don't think Rodon is a. A, a realistic possibility for the Padres, right? I mean, he's going to he's gonna get a monster deal somewhere. I mean, you're starting to look at, uh, you know, some of those veteran names out there, you know, like Corey Kluber, 37 years old. Do you want to make a run at him for a season? Yeah. Cole Hamels. Cole Hamels, who said he's coming back from, uh, from injury, you know, that kind of guy. Or do you, you know, do you trust your system and, and go with younger guys? Willis yeah, Indegaard's name is still out there. You know, uh, I mean, there, there, Drew Smiley had a nice little finish to last season. Uh, there's nobody really spectacular. Nathan Eovaldi's name is still out there. I think he's probably out of their price range. Ross
3: Stripling might be a guy. Ross yeah.
2: Stripling could eat up some innings. Chad Cool from Colorado. Dallas Keuchel. I mean, these are the kinds of names that are still out there. Right. I, I don't... Right. Uh, you know, I don't know that maybe you don't just go with what you have. You know, I mean, do you, I mean, you know, somebody else's trash isn't always turned into your treasure. Yeah, right. You the know, grass it, isn't always greener on not the other always. side. I mean, the, no. the Padres at some point, you know, have to start, you know, developing some of their young guys, and you know, whether Adrian Morejon, you know, maybe it's time for him to step up, you know, and, and trust him a little bit. Yeah, it's you know, a good point. That's a good so, point. He was a know, starter until last year. It wasn't like he was, you know. He he had a, I think he had a bad outing or two in the postseason, but for the most part, he was lights out. He pitched pretty well, you know. I mean, gotta, I, I would just assume go with an Adrian Mordehon, who I already have. Then you know, spending another ten million dollars on Drew Smiley, you know, I don't see a huge upgrade there.
3: It's important to remember, right? Is that Prior to maybe the second half of the season, you had six or seven starters. The bullpen, six, sometimes seven starters, the bullpen at that time was a little bit thinner, right? Because remember, you were missing Pierce Johnson, but the starters were, were going so deep most nights, it was able to keep those guys fresh in the end. And so, to your point, although you would be removing Morty Hone out of the bullpen into that starting, the idea is that they give you length. And you don't have to dip into that bullpen in much. And you're right. Before Morty went down with the Tommy John surgery, he was ascending as a starter at that point. Seemed he, as if he was. He was, was starting to, to figure it out. So not a bad idea, I don't think. Um, but the Padres certainly, those names that you kind of got around to, to talking about outside of their organization are the names that yeah. are really left at this point.
2: Those are the ones. Now watch the Padres go out and spend $42 million <laughs> and get rid Don <laughs> on a two-year contract right. and you know, make us all shake our heads again. But you know, to me, unless you are can find somebody like Rodon, Iovaldi, or Iovaldi, I, I don't see a, a huge upgrade. I, I, you know, right. over what you've already got. So why spend money when you're not making a, a, a for sure upgrade?
3: Fantastic That's point. My thinking. I, I mean, it's a good point. I mean, ultimately, I guess the question is: Are are you looking for an upgrade, or are you looking? for a placeholder. Was what you got out of those spots last year good enough until you got to the postseason? Um is that sufficient enough? And that's a question I think we'll we'll soon find out.
4: You guys may have already said this so I forgive forgive me if you did, but did you guys mention Shawmanai as a giant now? I no? did not mention no, that. When is, did that happen? Uh this morning I saw he signed for two years twenty five mil. Wow. Yeah, Scraby saw that, that on for Twitter. Strong. He saw that on Twitter. Is it so, not true? I don't know. I'm, I'm uh, almost sure it's I haven't seen it reported anywhere else other than Twitter, which always makes me worry. No, no, no. CBS Sports is reporting
2: you know, oh, okay. two years, $25 million. Uh, all right. All right. Because I don't see it anywhere on ESPN. I'm That's on why, why I, I get a little MLB concerned trade when number. I don't see it anywhere I do too. other than Twitter. Oh, MLB has
4: it as well. So I feel good if it's on MLB.com. <laughs> MLB. are about that one? Yeah, MLB.com <laughs> <laughs> or... Yeah, yeah, I think so. Uh,
3: a dude that has uh, haunted the Padres could be moving out of the division, Justin Turner. The Marlins have made an offer. We know, you know the Dodgers are just Wait a are the
2: Marlins still in the league? <laughs> they are. I was thinking about that the other they day. They are indeed. We are were, we're at the baseball winter meetings, right? And you're talking about the Padres, and you're talking about the Yankees and the Mets and the Cardinals and the Cubs and... I'm thinking, where are these other 20 teams that are in Major League Baseball? Where are the Cincinnati Reds? Where are the Washington Nationals? Cincinnati where are the and Colorado Washington. Rockies? What about the tech? You know, well, Texas got some people. Yeah, they, you know what they, I'm saying? They're there. I mean, there's a, there's always a handful of teams that just like slink off into the corner during this stuff and absolutely don't try to improve themselves at all. And I just, it's like, please join the party. It should be a 30 teams trying to win, not Yeah. I mean, still a baseball issue.
3: It's almost as though the same teams, there's the same amount of teams that are in, they just kind of toggle out some new ones come in to right. replace. But it's the same amount that are usually have their hand in this part of the, the season. Yeah, right
2: what have the Brewers been doing lately? I mean, they look like they're ready to just concede the division to the Cardinals for the next two or three years. I don't
3: think they've made a move that makes you think otherwise at this point, right?
2: Yeah. I mean, the entire American League Central... What is it against the law for that whole to sign a player? <laughs> I mean, you don't ever hear from any of those teams. The
3: Twins are are, are in on Correa. We know that, but that's about that's the about most noise. Uh, I guess the White Sox signed signed Clev, so they've made some moves. But well, a move. <laughs> <laughs> so,
4: do you think that Sean Mania was just um, maybe asking, maybe just taking the offer that offered him the most money, or do you think that the Padres? Extended an offer, and I know that you guys don't know this, but what I was it two
3: years what twenty five.
4: I, I don't see him
3: twelve and a I half. don't
4: see after last year the Padres being too eager to re-sign him to a ton of money. Listen, for, for I, his I, role.
3: it's probably never a, a, a good thing if the team you know, you bring you a trade for you and it you have a you have a bad season. That was probably one of Sean's, I would guess looking at his track record, that's probably the worst season he's had. Uh I don't know that that's permanent. You know, I think he'll he'll figure it out and he'll get back to pitching the way we've seen him pitch prior. But, you know, that's kind of the the tough part about going into free agency. You'd like to have one of those monster years, right? Where yeah, you, everybody suited, but that's just not the nature of it. Everybody can't have their best season. Walking out the door like an Aaron Judge did, so um, I don't know. It's hard to speculate whether he had other offers, but that's that's a good that's. that's I just wonder
2: if the Giants feel like they're getting a you know a good deal here, or they're just doing this and and crossing their fingers. Well, listen, they you know, they lost Rodon, they feel like they got to get something, so they did. You know, if they get last year's Manah then they're not going to be happy with what they spent. But no, no. Hopefully for them, they'll get something. More akin to what he did before he got to the Padres. You
4: want to see some uh, headline writing at its finest from Sports Illustrated? Dodgers' favorite punching bag stays in NL West.
3: I'm um, an eye. Yes. That's cool.
4: Wow. That's really? harsh. Yes, that's what they said. That, but, you,
3: but you're right. That's exactly what that is. That is a headline God. grabber. You're, uh, you're clicking on that now. Uh, yeah, I just did. You're clicking on it. I just did. It's a bad headline. Job done by the headliner. It's an excellent oh, headline.
2: Oh, okay. Not it's not imagine.
4: actually Sports Illustrated. It's a... Uh, okay. I see. It's one of those fan blog sites. It said Sports Illustrated <laughs> on the link, but it's not. Uh, Still. Tricky
3: trickerton there. Still. I can't
2: imagine Sports <laughs> Illustrated would write a headline. That's why I was that. like, that what was I was to
3: say That's a little strong for Sports Illustrated, but I, I guess that's where we are now, huh? Yeah. Maybe yes. not. Maybe not. <laughs> Thankfully not. All right. Let's get to break. When we come back, well... It's the good, bad, and the ugly time. We're going to Chris on the way.
1: After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois.
0: Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high.
2: It is far. It is gone.
0: Stream minor league affiliates.
2: The Midwest League home run leader.
0: And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month.
4: Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez
0: Subscribe to At-Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.
2: Speaking of that Odyssey app, you can listen to Sam Levitt's new weekly podcast called In San Diego Base, Inside San Diego Baseball. Sam covers everything going on with the uh, Padres. You can find it at 973 thefanstcom or the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Gwen and Chris, Chris Ello, Tony Gwen Jr., Matt Scraby, 238 is the time speaking of 38 that's where the Aztecs rank in the uh, latest AP poll. Oof. You don't get a uh, you don't get a number of, that number attached to your name at the bottom of the ESPN scroll anymore. So the uh, Aztecs fall out of the top 25 after a 68-61 loss to a very good St. Mary's team. I told you St. Mary's was good. They almost beat Houston earlier when Houston was number 1 in the nation. They are no longer Purdue is the new number 1 team. But um, the Aztecs offensively, unfortunately, Tony, looked a lot like the last seven, eight years offensively in that game against St. Mary's. They shot like 33% and couldn't make a three-pointer. And, you know, they, they held St. Mary's to 68 points. But uh, that Aztec team that was scoring 80 Early, earlier yeah. in the season isn't looking like that at the moment. No, so. this,
3: it, it looked a lot like it did against Troy uh, the the previous game. Yeah, And, um, you know... This makes when their offense isn't doing what they did earlier. This feels more like you know the Aztec teams that we've had, which have been very very good teams. But I think the reason why this team had had stood up early on was because of how they looked offensively. Uh, defensively, it was good to see them kind of get back to Garden and, and be tough because they made it tough on on St. Mary's. Just on the other end, they weren't as efficient as we've seen them be. No, um, from the offensive standpoint.
2: No, and uh, they're seven and three now. They do play uh, Kennesaw State tonight out at the uh, Ahas Arena. One of two remaining non-conference games before they get into Mountain West Conference play at the end of the month. But uh,
3: they shot thirty three percent in the second half yeah, of that game.
2: Yeah. They couldn't make anything. So. Uh, The Aztecs uh, fall out of the rankings for the first time this year. Now it's up to Brian Dutcher and that uh, great staff to try to get them back in the rankings. And it's hard to get back in the rankings once you get into Mountain West Conference play. Because no matter who you beat in the Mountain West Conference, everybody goes, so what? You know, so we'll have to see what the Aztecs do with this. Um, You know, the old saying, you want to be playing your best basketball in March. I just hope that the Aztecs haven't already played their best basketball. I doubt it. I mean, they played, you know, yeah, that no, great right. game against Ohio State, and and that's really the one game that sticks in my mind. As as saying, you know what, this team does have another level or two it can get to. We'll just have to hope that they can get there. Yeah, but right now sure. they're they're struggling a little bit yeah, for sure. And,
3: and you know, I, I think a lot of that comes with the, the amount of guys that are playing. I think it's just it's taking some time to find. The type of rhythm because it seems like the minutes are are a little bit fluctuating for some guys and you know that could that could, that could make it more difficult to get in the rhythm. But I thought it, it, it the good sign um, against that St. Mary's team is, is they guarded I thought a lot better than they had been.
2: That's good. Yeah, that's that's still the call. That's card. still their calling card. Hundred percent, still the calling card for the Aztecs. They've got to find uh, the offense again. Uh, Ladie has not; uh, he's not really had a a good game since early against BYU and Stanford. Uh, they're having trouble getting him uh, somehow, you know, really engrossed in that offense. Jaden Uh four points, eight rebounds the other day. Seiko didn't hit a basket. Uh, Parrish only hit one, so it was a struggle for sure. St. Mary's played some good defense as well. They so. did. Anyway, sixty eight, sixty one, and uh, you know we'll see if the Aztecs can get back into the rankings. But you know that the early season thoughts of them being a number three seed and number four seed in the NCAA tournament, unless they start running the table in the Mountain West, that three or four seed is going to be pretty hard to acquire now. Even though they beat Ohio State, because these are the games. You know it was a tough non conference schedule, one of the toughest they ever had. They came through at seven and three, but you know the question now is. How high can you go playing only Mountain West Conference games? There's not a Mountain West Conference team that's ranked. So that's, you know, you you don't have something. Anyway, we'll see. I definitely want to talk about the USD women's volleyball team, but we have to get into our good, bad, and ugly week 14 of the National Football League season. So away we go on that. We start with the good category. And had they not been 12-1, and I wouldn't not have put the Eagles in the number one spot, but they still deserve to be there I, I I thought this might be a letdown game for them in New York against the Giants team kind of desperate to hang on to its playoff situation but Philadelphia's offense is just flying right now and uh, uh, Jalen hurts looking like an MVP, especially when he throws the ball in the direction of AJ Brown back pumps looks he is floating it deep for AJ Brown who has it he took it. and he scores AJ Brown took it away from Trey Avery and scored his second touchdown of the game Yeah AJ Brown AJ Brown he, just he, took uh, it. he was the single one main reason why I'm not going to the fantasy playoffs <laughs> this year AJ <laughs> Brown beat is, me up yeah. the first time around against you Tony beat me up again eagles go on to blow out the giants 48 to 21 it wasn't even that close and they are 12 and one i can't i can't i can't get behind them i can't well of As course
4: you can in the beca- nfc of, because... of course you can't no because they haven't played a good team yet
2: i see all right have the didn't
4: 49ers it? played a good team yet they played several didn't, right. the, didn't they just eagles, beat the dolphins didn't the
3: eagles drub uh like the vikings they, they did. did in like
2: week two. Oh, okay. Uh, so that one didn't count. Yeah, count. It doesn't count. still half preseason. Yeah. season. <laughs> 49ers uh, are the second best team right now in the NFC. Uh, in Scraby's mind, they are the best. Uh, they certainly looked at yesterday. They absolutely embarrassed uh, Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who never even got on the scoreboard until it was way too late. Debo Samuel, before he got hurt, started the scoring for San Francisco. Ayuk goes in jet sweep motion, flip 90, going right to Debo, gets the edge, turns the corner, down the sideline, all the way to the end line, touchdown, San Francisco. Brock Purdy, 16-21, Buck 85, two touchdowns. Tom Brady, one touchdown, two interceptions. Threw it 55 times. Uh, it didn't matter against the 49ers. They they look dominant. And as we said last week, Scraby argued till he turned blue in the face. But the 49ers are better than you at every other position than quarterback, and that's one of the reasons why they're dominating right now. It's Not- nice to see that quarterback isn't the only player on the field. And Purdy's playing... You know, sensationally solid football. All he needs to do is not turn over the ball. He did turn over the
4: ball yesterday, but all he needs to do is just make good decisions.
3: He's got a lot of pra- – well, he's got – he he had a ton of playmakers. Now it's, it's getting chipped away at. And oh, Debo. This is, this is my concern for the Niners. They're not the most – they don't have the most depth.
4: On the offense side. On no the way. offensive no side. Way. But Brandon Ayuk, he's not
3: Debo
2: Samuel, but he can – Make a difference.
3: Well, we got, they're going to need them to now. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I wish we could hear the Scraby that talked about this team a month and a half ago. <laughs> what was I were, saying about them? Well, they were awful. They were terrible. <laughs> Jimmy G stinks. It's we're getting never to the end win of the game.
4: Year. It's getting to the end of the year. Which All means of a sudden, 49er fans are
2: starting to billow Just, out their chests. You know
3: Scraby changes his stripes like weekly.
2: Well, they won six he, in a row. He, he, so how he can got, I be mad?
3: He, well, I mean, you were mad like three weeks ago when they had won three in a row.
4: Well, then Jimmy G went out and things changed and I got scared and I was, wasn't willing to listen to Chris last week and this week I'm willing to listen to Chris about Brock Purdy.
2: Nine and four for the Niners. Tampa Bay still in first place in its division at six and seven. So go figure that. That one. is crazy. Uh, and you know
3: what's going to happen? They're going to find a way mm-hmm. to get in, and they're going to be a problem.
4: Well, they, yeah, they, all they need to do is just be better than all the other terrible teams in their <laughs> division.
2: Yeah, and uh, then Tom Brady has to do his magic in the postseason. Kansas City has uh, <laughs> is heading to the postseason as well. They're in the good category. They jumped out to a twenty-seven nothing lead over the Denver Broncos yesterday. Uh, I can only assume that the Chiefs fell asleep after that because Denver shouldn't ever score four touchdowns in a game, but
3: hey hey actually, yeah, I, I watched some of that game, yeah, it got down twenty seven nothing and all of a sudden it looked like Russ was out there cooking a little bit. He was scrambling. Yeah. he was getting and then you know, he started feeling it. Mm.
2: Got a concussion and he got
3: crushed. Yeah, oh, Jerry, Jerry I Judy caught about three. That. that might have been passes. one of the toughest like hits I've seen on a quarterback. Did you see him on the ground? Lot. It was, it was, it was a tough hit.
4: It was a tough hit, and then he was like, he literally looked like he had no idea where he <laughs> yeah, was. I'm positive he didn't know where. he was. <laughs> and I'm not was. laughing because I, I'm, I'm, I'm chuckling because you are it laughing. was kind of, it was <laughs> kind of. I mean,
3: he had the, the the stereotypical look of I have no idea where I am right yeah, now. Yeah, no, he got crushed. He he was feeling the 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 mojo again. He hadn't felt it in a while, and I think he just got a little carried away.
2: Before all that happened, Patrick Mahomes did this and a screen pass right side to McKinnon inside the fight. He dives to the end zone and somersaults touchdown. Kansas City Chiefs looking good. Jarek McKinnon caught two touchdown passes from. Uh... Yes, he Patrick did. Mahomes in that ball game. Into the bad category we go. The Dallas Cowboys and the Houston Texans. This should have been a runaway. Instead, the Cowboys needed this late run from Ezekiel Ella to, uh, Elliott, rather, to prevail. In the gun, Prescott snap back handoff. Elliott driving, pushing, touchdown. Ezekiel Elliott head for the kettle. No, fakes the kettle. Says, "I'm not getting the fine. I'm just taking the touchdown." That's what he said. He looks better in the <laughs> kettle. He does. Paying a anyway. fire Ezekiel. I, I'm not right. going to lie.
3: I needed uh, Houston to win this game, and our Gwen and Chris Pickham right here and mm. it did come through.
2: Houston looked like they had it, too. They intercepted a pass on, like, the 10-yard yes, line. Yes, they did not do anything with a it, three-point Chris. three-point lead, and they didn't even move the ball one yard. Gosh. And then turned it over to Dallas, and Dallas went 90 yards the other way to win the ball game 27 27- to 23 also in the bad category the minnesota vikings find themselves there maybe the odds makers knew what they were yes, talking I about did. the lions were favored despite the fact the vikings were 10 and 2 and the
0: lions looked like the
2: favorite
1: second down and five lions from the viking 41
0: golf play action fake time in the pocket looks looks goes deep got a man wide open inside the five. Zone. touchdown Detroit Lions Jamison
2: Williams welcome to Detroit young man Jamison Williams was the uh, Kid receiver Alabama. from Alabama yeah. who got hurt in the national championship game last year did not play until yesterday that was his first and only catch in the <laughs> national football league a 41-yard touchdown bomb and uh, the Vikings didn't look like they knew he was in the game because they weren't guarding him uh, Justin Jefferson, another eleven for two twenty three, but faced him in fantasy football. Not enough. Detroit thirty four, Minnesota twenty-three.
3: Who's better? Him or, or Jamar Chase?
2: Jefferson, I think, at the Yeah. Line, yeah. At Jefferson's the also I say so too. I don't think he's ever has he ever missed a it, game? It, it's funny that
3: I think Justin Jefferson was the better quarter whether better wide receiver at LSU, but it seems like Jamar Chase, who is right there with him, has always gotten a little more feels like Lime, limelight a little bit. Yeah, we go, well, a little more line. Super Bowl last year. I like that. A little
4: more <laughs> line. A little more of that line.
2: That's a new one, or at least a new one in my mind. Uh, finishing out the bad category, that's where I put Deshaun Watson pretty much every week, and uh, <laughs> that's where he belongs. I mean, until he threw a touchdown pass to Najoku in the fourth quarter, Watson had not let a touchdown drive in the two games that he had returned. And meanwhile, Joe Burrow, and speaking of, Jamar
1: Chase. Burrow extends the hands, catches a high snap from the pocket, throws for the end. Zone. Nice! Chase has it! <laughs> Touchdown! Nice. Bengals as Chase does the gritty! <laughs> now nice. the end zone. Nice! Chase.
2: <laughs> There's our favorite color guy in the next Oh National man, Football he's the greatest. League. Yeah, Cincinnati over Cleveland 23-10. The Bengals are nine and four. Don't look now. But the defending AFC Champs are making a run. Uh, into the ugly category we go. And there is no way to avoid putting the Dolphins there. Uh, Tua Tonga-Vailoa, 3 of 17 passing in the first half. I don't know that I've even ever heard of that in an NFL game, at least not in the last 15 years. Chargers took full advantage, and in case I was wondering, they did jump out to a 10 to nothing lead. <laughs> <laughs> Herbert fakes the handoff to Kelly, rolls to his right. All kinds of green in front, of throws to the end zone, caught! Touchdown! Chargers, Mike Williams, ten yards from Herbert. I've always said
4: this, but I feel like Matt Money Smith is trying to channel his best Batman voice when he's calling
2: games. Yeah, well, it's he's so busy doing Chargers. he's so busy doing that that he's not explaining where the guy was when he caught the ball or what kind of play that was. Who do you work for? Chargers twenty-three, Dolphins seventeen.
1: In the ugly word. category, the Buffalo
2: <laughs> Bills find themselves there after they stumbled and bumbled in the rain yesterday but still got enough done to beat the New York Jets.
1: Now the snap.
4: Allen looks, looks, fires it downfield. Caught by Diggs at the air By Dawson
2: knocks at the 8. Dives into the end zone. He is in. Touchdown. Touchdown, Buffalo. Touchdown. Yeah. I got to tell you, was, that's a pretty bad mistake by a broadcaster. Was it Dixon
4: there, or it was Dawson Knox? Dawson
2: oh. Knox looks nothing like Stephon Diggs. Nothing. nothing. Oh, he I mean, said Diggs. Okay. Yeah, yeah. One is one is a wide receiver and wears kind of number a, fourteen. A the other one wears number eight. Wide I receiver. Big, <laughs> the other guy's a big burly tight end. Kind of funny to mistake those guys. Dawson Knox with the Nox. touchdown. I, Buffalo <laughs> held on after the game. They asked Josh Allen. By the way, they said, oh, I love this. They said. Uh, Boy, that didn't look like a Super Bowl winning offense out there today. And Josh Allen said, "Okay, <laughs> yeah." So who is, asked that? Well, <laughs> it,
3: it was here was th- this. It, I I watched some of that, and it was kind of irritating, right? Because the reporter <laughs> asked the question, and he was trying to get at the offense that hasn't looked really good. And to his credit, he didn't take the bait. In uh, uh gosh, Josh Allen, Josh Allen didn't take the bait. And so he, he, the reporter really wanted to get off that, oh, yeah. that take right there. He was like, "Well, you know, it's just the offense hasn't looked that great And it." He was expecting a response, and instead, he got, "Okay, that's how you disarm a reporter." <laughs> just, just, just moved on to the yeah. next question. That's good. Yep.
2: Josh Allen wanted nothing to do with that. Buffalo is still ten and three, uh, finishing out the ugly category. The Las Vegas Raiders had to have a win on Thursday night over the Los Angeles Rams. But Baker Mayfield saved the sinking Super Bowl champs. Mayfield flings it. Left side. End zone. Caught. Wow. Caught,
4: caught. Caught by Van Jefferson. I'm pretty sure they won the Super Bowl last year. Wow. That, this was more... This could be a Super Bowl call.
2: Mayfield flings it. Left side. End zone. Caught. Wow. Caught. Caught by Van Jefferson. <laughs> Two guys have never been happier to have a record of 4-9. and nine. Rams over the Raiders 17-16. to 16. That wraps up the good, the bad, and the ugly. For week number 14, we have four weeks left in the season. And, it's uh, going
3: by really fast. Yeah, a whole oh lot still up it. for
2: grabs in the National Football League. We will take a quick time out. Come back, daily gambit on the table in the three o'clock hour, and uh, we'll get into some of that. Tim Shelton, former Aztec, now in a coach at Oregon State, will join us at three twenty. Big Five also still to come in the next hour. So sit back, relax, enjoy some more. Gwyn and Chris.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue.